a podcast on the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Please listen carefully. Salutations, toppers, and welcome to the Turn of Phrases podcast. I thank you for giving me some of your time today, and I hope this episode finds you well. Today, we're discussing some friendship sayings, and I have no ado, so let's get friendly with today's phrases, origins, history, and more. First up today is the proverb, birds of a feather flock together. Now, I know we did bird phrases last time, but I had enough for that episode, and this phrase gave me the idea for the friendship theme, so I'm doing it today. This proverb means that people with similar interests, ideas, upbringings, etc. will often spend time with each other. The idea behind this one is that many types of birds live and travel in flocks, finding safety in numbers. They live better and happier lives by being surrounded by other birds like them. This is an old proverb with no known exact origin, but we do know it's at least from the 16th century, because we find a version of it in writing in 1545. It was in The Rescuing of Romish Fox by William Turner a naturalist, scholar, and satirist. He wrote, quote, Birds of one kind and color flock and fly always together. End quote. A version more like what we use today shows up in print about 50 years later, in the Dictionary in Spanish and English, written by John Minshew, an English lexicographer in 1599. He wrote it as, quote, Birds of a feather will flock together. End quote. Now, in 1856, Benjamin Jowett, a tutor, theologian, translator, and administrative reformer from London, translated Plato's Republic, which was originally written in 380 BC. In his translation, he wrote, quote, Men of my age flock together. We are birds of a feather, as the old proverb says. End quote. However, it seems that Jowett added the part about the old proverb. It was not Plato who was describing it as old. So while the actual proverb most likely isn't in Plato's work, the idea of it was. This shows that it was, at the least, an observation way, way back in old-timey times. Now let's get connected. To be joined at the hip means to have such a close relationship and spend so much time together that it seems as if you're physically connected to someone. One prevalent theory for this one is that it has to do with conjoined twins, since they are literally connected to each other. The main problem with this is that none of the well-known conjoined twins from old-timey times were connected at the hip. Well, not for sure. There was a set of conjoined twins that were supposedly connected at the shoulders and at the hip, 
but a lot of information about them is somewhat speculative, including the idea that they even existed. Called the Biddenden Maids, Mary and Eliza Chuckhurst were said to have been born in Biddenden, Kent, England, in 1100. It is said that they lived to be 34, and when they died, they left five plots of land to the village. These were known as the bread and cheese lands, and the income from this land was able to pay for food and drink for the poor each Easter. Starting at least in 1775, one of the items given out were Biddenden cakes, which were hard biscuits with an image of two conjoined women on them. One big reason that people debate the truth of the story of the Chuckhurst twins is that the distribution of food and drink started at least as far back as 1605, but there is no known record of the twins before 1770. At that time, their names weren't even used. They weren't known as Mary and Eliza Chuckhurst until the early 19th century. However, whether or not they were real, they, or at least their story, are likely the origin of this saying. It doesn't show up in print until the 1960s in a newspaper from Pasadena, California. In an article in the Pasadena Star News from March of 1963, we find the following quote. The two organizations, Caltech and Pasadena Chamber of Commerce, were so closely knit that they were practically joined at the hip. End quote. Now let's stick together in a different way. The saying through thick and thin means that you stick together no matter what. The idea behind it is tied to its literal origins. It comes from old-timey times England, when it was still mostly woods with not many roads or pastures for animals to graze, which were called wood pastures. The original version of the saying was through thicket and thin wood which was basically a description of walking through these woods and pastures. The first known use in print comes from Geoffrey Chaucer's The Canterbury Tales, written between 1387 and 1400. In The Reeves' Tale from that collection, he wrote, quote, And when the horse was loose, he gonna go, toward the fin their wild mares run, and forth with we he through thick and through thin. End quote. We find a version like what we say today in a work by Richard Baxter, an English Puritan church leader, poet, hymn writer, and theologian. In 1662, he wrote A Saint or a Brute, The Certain Necessity and Excellency of Holiness, and included, quote, Men do fancy a necessity of holiness where there is none, yet that will carry them through thick and thin. End quote. Now let's look at a turn of phrases tidbit. The tidbit for today is the idiom keep your friends close and your enemies closer, which means that it's important to be aware of your enemies' intentions and actions so that you can plan accordingly and not be defeated by them. No one seems to know for sure where this one came from, as it is attributed to several people. Some of the most notable people it's attributed to is the character of Michael Corleone in The Godfather Part II, Nicola Machiavelli, the Italian statesman and political philosopher, Genghis Khan, the Mongol leader and warlord, and Shun Tzu, the Chinese general strategist, writer, and philosopher. 
While the exact origin is unknown, it is likely that its use in The Godfather Part II, which came out in 1974, was what helped to make it more popular. No one seems to be able to agree on who really said it first, but it is a popular saying, so I wanted to at least mention it in today's episode. And with that, it's time for today's familiar quotation. Toppers, today's familiar quotation is from Muhammad Ali. Here's what he had to say about friendship. Quote, Friendship is the hardest thing in the world to explain. It's not something you learn in school. But if you haven't learned the meaning of friendship, you really haven't learned anything. End quote. Thank you, Mr. Ali, for giving us today's familiar quotation. All right, toppers, it's time for today's For Better or For Words, Love Advice from Old Timey Times. Remember that this advice is over a hundred years old, and I'm sharing it for entertainment purposes only. Now, let's hear from the ladies first. Don't try to wean him from any pet hobby he may have because his things are always about or because it is such a messy occupation. Let him be as messy as he likes in his own home. Only give him plenty of space for his fads, and he won't want to carry them into the living rooms. In fact, he would much rather not, lest sacrilegious hands should touch his treasures. And now for the men. Don't insist upon having the last word. If you know when to drop an argument, you are a wise man. Alright toppers, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you for lending me your ears today to turn some phrases. As I always do, I hope you enjoyed the episode and that you learned something along the way. Check out my website, turnaphrases.com, to find out information about the show's social media, for details about the music I use in the show, and much more. Also, check out the show notes for links to the Podfix network and to my merch store. If you had a good time listening, please consider subscribing or leaving a rating and review. Last but not least, if you know someone who'd enjoy the show, please tell them about it to help spread the word. Thanks again for listening to the Turn of Phrases podcast. Researched, written, hosted, and produced by me, Brisky. Until next time, toppers, thank you for being a friend. Toodaloo! And now... This is... Let me rephrase. A naturalist, scholar, and sat... <laughs> nope. Bidden in cakes, which were hand... Nope. And when the horse was loose, he... Gun... <laughs> nope. Him right. <laughs> I wrote Jim. It's him. Which means that it's important to be aware of your enemies. Your enemies? <laughs> this was a podcast from the Podfix Network.
You can check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com.